Hello, Syngapland. It's Mike Raleigh. It's Friday, April 16th. This is episode six of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything to do with Syngap 1. Let's jump in. There's never enough time. And if I go over, Pavel gives me a hard time about it. Um, all right. So yesterday, I sent out a newsletter. I only had five things in it, trying to keep those clean. Trying to send out at least one a month. There's so much going on, it's hard. But Syngap 10 is helping with that to keep you guys up to date. In that newsletter, we talked about the SSB, which I'll talk about in a second. We talked about seven webinars coming up. One of them was yesterday, where we talked about the SSB. One of them is tomorrow, En Español. One of our clinicians and researchers in Colombia is, is giving a great talk for our Spanish-speaking community. Talked about Sprint for Syngap, which is next Saturday, April 24th. Make sure you're looking forward to that. Reminded you that the Karen movie... The Karen movie that we made in partnership with Illumina is up on our website, syngapresearchfund.org slash Karen, or just the short link, syngap.fund slash Karen. A great opportunity to see a story about a family that's stuck with their Syngapian and done everything they can for her, and she's going strong, almost 65. It's almost time to sing happy birthday to Karen. How awesome is that? So check out that newsletter. If you didn't get the newsletter, go to the website, click newsletter, sign up. It's important to be on the mailing list, know what's going on. We gotta all stay in sync. All right, let's talk about SSB. What is this SSB thing? Seizure, sleep, and behavior, that's what it is. It's the first study we've run on the Citizen platform. We've partnered with a drug company who is excited to uh, maybe run a, a drug trial with our kids. And in anticipation of that, they did some research. They asked some clinicians. They said, who should we work with? What should we use? And one of the clinicians was like, you know, you should check out SRF and the Citizen thing. It sounds pretty cool. So they're checking it out. They're running a study for 30 days. They're asking you to fill out a quick survey on sleep, a quick survey on behaviors. These things take like five to 10 minutes, depending on how closely you read them, I guess. And then every day you do a seizure study, a seizure survey. So you just say this, this kind of seizure one, this kind of seizure zero, this kind of seizure whatever. And the, the staring spells and the blinking, yes, those are seizures. And, and please, please, if you're in citizen and your kid is three to 18, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. This is important data. Some of you have asked me like, well, it's not a lot of data. How are they gonna figure anything out? They don't even know what drugs they're on. Not true, not true. They do know what drugs they're on because they're using citizen, right? So we're not making you fill out questions that we already know the answer to, right? All that information about when your child was diagnosed, what drugs your child is on, all that good stuff, all of that will be will be made available to the drug company along with your answers, but we're not going to waste your time filling out things that we already know. We're going to let Citizen do that work. That's the beauty of Citizen, efficient use of parents' time, taking care of the patient. So the SSB study, um, if, you, if you are eligible, you've got an email. If that email is in spam or if you're like, wait, my kid's 3 to 18, I'm in Citizen, go ahead, call me, we'll hook you up. All the links to the surveys are in my newsletter, which went out yesterday. If you're not in Citizen, you're like, wait, this is cool. I want to contribute to science. I want to be a part of the action. Hey, sign up, citizen.com slash Syngap1, two eyes in Citizen. Again, there's like 37 links on our website to this study. It's super important. Please uh, reach out to me if you want to be a part of the study and you can't find those links or if you want to be a part of Citizen. Um, let's keep moving. Speaking of Citizen, big shout out to STXBP1, led by Charlene Song Rigsby, is one of the strong uh, rare disease organizations out there that we we look to and copy whenever we can because their leaders are so strong and they're getting so much done. Matter of fact, we actually have some researchers in common over at UPenn. So uh, they are the seventh, including us. So I guess they'd be the eighth rare disease group to sign up with Citizen. So for those of you who are like, yeah, Mike loves Citizen, we don't get it. Don't trust Mike. 
Seven other rare disease groups, STXBP1, FOXG1, TESS Research, RET, SCN2A, and 8A, paid for by Praxis. So I should say, seven other rare disease groups plus a drug company, and BPAN. Some of the hardest working, most dedicated and effective rare disease groups have all figured out Citizen is where the action is and is moving fast and they're going to help their kids the fastest with it. So we are lucky to be among them. Uh, we are grateful to be working with Citizen. Folks, this is, this is SRF Stoners paid for this. So it's free to families. It's a service to you. Get on the train. Help us help the researchers and help the companies to help our kids. There's no reason not to do this. It takes 10 whole minutes. The time you spend listening to this podcast, you could have signed up for Citizen. Put that in perspective. Let's keep moving. Talking about helping our kids and doing great things. Dr. Tom Frazier, uh, the Chief Scientific Officer of Autism Speaks and a researcher at John Carroll University, um, sent us an email this week and said, hey, I've completed phase one of the NET uh, work. We're going to go on to phase two. And you're like, wait, NET? Tom Frazier, NET work? What are you talking about? Tom Frazier was the guy you saw two weeks ago on the Today Show talking about autism because he's the Chief Scientific Officer of Autism Speaks. He's also an SRF grantee. If you're not reading our blog, you should be reading our blog. We gave him a grant a few months ago. And basically, uh, Dr. Frazier called us and said, hey, I want to work on a, a tool to help measure these kids with autism. And he's already, he was already working with the Mullen Syndrome Foundation, amazing group, P10, large, well-funded, excellent people, and ADMP, also amazing, led by Sandra, and said, I want you guys in there. I want Syngap to be a part of this, and, but you have to fund the incremental bit. And we were like, sure, if it's possible, we'll do it. And we did it. And so um, if you haven't seen Tom Frazier on the Today Show on Autism, just Google that and watch his little talk. It was pretty cool. He's pretty cool. His son has autism. Um, so he knows what we're talking about. So just to, you're like, why do we need a thing? We already have taken all these tests and whatever. Well, think back, parents, to when you're in that before diagnosis or even after when you're getting stuck with these assessments and you're in you're getting you're, you we have to figure out how it, where your child is so they ask they have they, t- they take out these little booklets with like 10 pages and after page two and a half the answer to everything is no how many can you kid do this no can you kid do this no can you kid do this? how many times can you kid do this what are you talking about my kid can't do this. and it's so frustrating and heartbreaking and and basically some of these established scales that exist really aren't very effective with our kids. We need better tools. And guess what? We have these fancy things called computers that I'm talking to you on and you're probably watching me on. Um, and we, 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 sh- we could use these to do tools. So what Dr. Frazier is doing is he's u- building a tool on a laptop that can basically render images on the screen and your kid, doesn't matter if they're verbal or not, they can respond by what they look at. So using eye tracking technology and these laptops, Dr. Frazier is building a tool that we can use to assess cognitive development for our kids, which can be really helpful in clinical trials. So we're grateful to him for, for you know, he's, a, he's an autism dad, he gets it. We're grateful to him for doing this. We're, we're glad we can work alongside Malan, P10 and ADMP. And, and he reached out to us and phase one is done, which means his work with Dr. Connie Smith-Hicks, who we introduced him to, um, it's complete, and now he's moving on to phase two where he's going to start working on this tool for Syngap kids. So you might get a phone call to be like, hey, do you want to do this tool with Dr. Frazier? Say yes. Again, you got to be in Citizen because that's what we're going to use for background data. So if you're not in Citizen, see previous thing, sign up for Citizen. This is all great stuff, but none of it's free. So that's why I got to do Sprint for Syngap, August 24th, next Saturday. Thanks so much to everybody who's raised $69,000. There's still time. Join the party. Go to syngap.fun sprint. Raise some money. Big shout out to Team Mila, who's blown into first place by a mile. Sorry, Team Carter. And uh, thank you for all your great work. I think that team alone has raised $18,000. So respect. Speaking of respect, uh, Vicky and Monica from our board of directors are both Colombians and lead Syngap Research Fund Latin America, aka Fondo Syngap. So type in fondosyngap.org to your browser and guess what? You go to our, to our Spanish site. Amazing work. 
Vicky and Marta, thank you for everything. Um, it's not all great news. So a year ago, we put up a blog about our ICD-10 code. So Dr. Hans Schleck from our board of directors has worked for years on getting an ICD-10 code for our kids. Uh, go ahead and read that blog. Just wanted to give you an update. No news. Not okay. Not okay. Something's up. We, we you know, CDKL5 has an ICD-10 code. Dravet has an ICD-10 code. SCM1A, which is Dravet. Angelman's has an ICD-10 code. Why doesn't Syngap-1 have an ICD-10 code? We're on the case, people. We've waited a year. We've done everything we needed to do. We need to get an ICD-10 code. Um, we're going to start bugging the government a little bit and saying, hey, where's our ICD-10 code? If you happen to know a senator or representative who you think would be sympathetic to us, let us know because we need to start bugging them. We need an ICD-10 code. If you don't, you're like, why do we need an ICD-10 code? Go read the blog. Where's the blog? Syngap.fund slash ICD-10. Pretty, pretty slick, right? Um, so just keeping you up to date that we're on it and we're working on it. Last thing I want to say uh, in, in our 10 minutes is it's been a long year, right? The, the Syngap life is not easy. And this pandemic thing just doesn't seem to be like run like the fourth wave and vaccines are coming and going. And I, I've noticed, and I, by the way, right here, I'm, I'm with you. A lot of us are just bone tired and a lot of people are, are really ready for a break. And I just want to say, if you're feeling like you're at the end of your rope, yeah, right there with you. And go ahead and call us. I don't know if I'm going to know what to say to you, but there's a lot of people in SRF. We have 13 people on our board of directors, and odds are if you're going through something, we can probably find someone who's already gone through it, and we can hook you up. But, you know, as hard as this life is, and, and, as, and as challenging as what we're going through in this moment of, of history is, I want every single parent out there to know you're not alone. And if you're not sure what to do, just call us. We'll help you figure it out. But... The, one of the few blessings of having this diagnosis, aside from knowing what your kids got and being eligible for genetic therapies, therapies that we're working on, is you're not alone. So if you just need to talk to somebody, Mike at SyngapResearchFund.org, I'll find you someone better than me to talk to. Um, it's one of the one of the one of the few but powerful blessings of this diagnosis is is there is a community, and if you're not taking full advantage of it, take advantage of it. I'm over my time. Thanks for listening. See you next week.